to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello again, welcome back to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I'm Roma Press Editor John Solano. So um, I know this is uh, coming out uh, pretty close to uh, the match against Seska, but I wanted to get this very, very brief episode out. Um, I did a quick interview with a good friend of mine, Manuel Veth, who is uh, the editor and owner of footballgrad.com. He's very familiar with the Russian League and Seska in particular. So um, ahead of the match, I just wanted to do sort of a brief preview with him, just get his thoughts on the Russian side, uh, what he thinks Roma are up against, and how he sees this match ultimately playing out. Uh, Before I bring him on, uh, just again, wanted to thank the wonderful Euro Fantasy League. As I always tell you guys, uh, for the very best online fantasy football, go to Euro Fantasy League. Make sure you check out their City A fantasy game, fantasycityah.com. And with the Champions League uh, back, you can go to fantasy-champions-league.com. Again, that's fantasy-champions-league.com. And again, have to thank our wonderful patrons at Patreon. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron, uh, you can get exclusive episodes of the podcast and early access to the podcast before everyone else. So um, let's bring Manuel on now. Again, you can find him at Manuel Veth on Twitter, and you can also find him at Football Grad Live on Twitter, and that is footballgrad.com. And here he is, Manuel Veth. All right, Manuel is now back with me. All right, Manuel. So when we spoke about Seska about a month ago, they they were struggling a bit. Um, however, they've seemed to work their way up the table in the Russian League, uh, just ever so slightly. Um, however, the one that's going to draw the most attention is their uh, 1-0 victory over Madrid, which... Um, what did, what did you make of that match in particular? Yeah, I think like everyone else was pretty surprised. And um, at the same time, maybe surprised is not the, quite the right word because there's, there's history of them doing this against Spanish sides. And uh, Spanish sides in, in particular have really struggled going all the way to Moscow. So I think, um, I mean, <laughs> there is that history, right? Um, sure. And then at the same time, it's Real Madrid. And uh, history, football has changed so much since CSKA has done this the last time. Um, but that's that's how it is. I guess sometimes history just repeats itself. Um, I, I think, and I think I've said this the last time I was on the podcast as well, that CSKA have a very good coaching staff. They are in a rebuild. Um, the team is very different than teams from the past. Um, you, we all remember the Beresutsky twins, Ignashevich in the back, for example. That, that backline has changed dramatically. They're now one of the youngest teams in the Russian Premier League. And um, as a result, you know, we expected the, the rebuild to take a lot of time. And um, I think when you look at this result in particular, it's it's quite quite a big shock but again Goncharenko is the kind of coach that could pull something like that off 
Yeah, I you know, I, I have to say because I had that match on at the same time as Roma. Um I was very impressed by their defensive solidity. Um especially there was one name at the back who I, I have to say I before you came on, I did a little, just a very brief research of him. Chernoff, um, 22 years old. He was sensational in that match. He was so strong in the middle of that defense. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, they have a strong manager, obviously. But do you think now that they will maybe have that belief that qualification is certainly possible? Because... Before we, you know, before um, this this match, you and I spoke, and I don't think they could have asked for much of a better uh, start to the group stage. Well, they would have probably liked to win that match against Victoria Pilsen, right? Yes, I, yeah, I was going um, to ask. Okay, <laughs> because now, in retrospect, that that's two pay, two points gone, and rather yes. than a point gained, <laughs> um, because. Now they are looking very much on for that, that third place. But as you rightfully said, if they had won that game, they'd be on six points. Um, you get another three points against Victoria Pills and you're nine. And then you only really need another point or two to have a realistic chance of going through as one of the top two teams. So um, instead, they're looking basically at just four points at the moment and two defeats against Roma and you know you you basically kind of stuck in that in that position and the four points might in the end actually be enough to get to to the third place in the Europa League right but I think they will be pretty much yeah, looking at this Victoria point. Pilsen result and say ah oh, had we only um many many Roma fans were, were watching the match between Pilsen and Seska and I think most were pleased with with the draw but for this match in particular, what should Roma keep their eye on? Or better, better question is, who should Roma have their eye on in terms of someone who could potentially give them some troubles? Well, this, I think what we're going to see is a lot of the of the same. Um, there's going to be it's going to be a very defensive effort. Um, away in Italy is is a lot more difficult than at home in Moscow. So. Um, I think what they're really going to try to do is just to be very solid in the back and um, hope for the best. Um, as for the players looking that, you know, that Roma needs to take my eye on, um, Nikola Vlasic has been very impressive for me. Um, he's on loan from Everton. And I think in, at Everton, they're probably looking at this right now and saying, oh, we should have maybe hung on to him this season because we could use someone like him. And striker Fedor Chalov, who who's been looking very good as well. Um, those are two players that, in particular, um, I think can really hurt Roma um, when, when CSKA are going forward. Okay. Now, you know, everyone makes a, a big deal of, and rightfully so, because it's always a difficult trip. Um, you know, the, these European sides having to, to, to travel to Russia, and it's all, mm. you know, it always seems to be difficult. But... On the flip side, it uh, you know obviously um, these Russian sides, these Eastern European sides, have to deal with it in their own yeah. you know in their own respect. So, is that something historically that they've struggled with, or is that something that is a sort of a trend for them? I guess you could say. 
Yeah, that's that's something you see with quite a lot of the Russian teams, and I mean we had the same phenomena last year with Spartak um, that did, they did very well at home and not so well on the road. Um, the, the, Liverpool, the two Liverpool games come come to mind. One-one mm. draw at home, and I think it was seven-nil in Liverpool uh, for Liverpool. Um, it's like two different teams, right? Sure. So uh, I would absolutely agree with you. Being on the road is is a lot tougher. Um, that said, I think that um, we're still in a time of year where it's easier for them maybe to travel because um, you know they 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 just had the had the international break, had a little bit of a break. They had to play one game in the Russian Cup that ended a little bit disastrous for them because um, a lot of players on theirs were uh, on international duty, right? So they lost to a second division team, Tumen, um, 4-1 on penalties in the Russian Cup, which was a bit of a surprise. But at the same time, I think um, with a lot of players rested, and this is this is a good time to travel, and um, I think if they are going to be dangerous at, at any moment on the road, this will be now. For those who didn't watch the Madrid match with Seska, how would you best describe their their style of play? We we mentioned, or you brought it up. I I mentioned it as well. They they were very defensively compact against Madrid, mm-hmm. and that was the thing that impressed me most. But is that their usual playing style? How how do they typically like to play? Yeah, that's how they like to play. I mean, the, that's that's very much Viktor Goncharenko's handwriting right there. It's that three five two that at times even looks like a five four one, right? With five behind the ball, four in midfield, and then um, a flexible striker added by, aided by another attacking midfielder up front. Um, the, the very quick transition game for when they win the ball. And um, that's why they went so young, because you need young players, you need fresh legs to play that kind of style of football, right? So I think um, that's very much what CSKA is going to look like in Rome. So uh, I think the Real Madrid game is going to be a blueprint for, for, for what they're going to try to do in, in Italy. And I think it's really interesting that um, when you look at Viktor Goncharenko, this is not his first big scalp that he's that he's caught um, in the Champions League because a few years ago with Bartha Borisov, he beat Bayern. So this is very much a head coach that likes to take on the big sides and get results against them. So I, I'm really curious to see what his game plan is going to be like against Roma. I mean, I, I do know what he's going to do more or less. He's going to try to be really solid in the back play quick counter-attacking football, but at, at the same time, he will need to spring a surprise or two in order for, for, for Rome not to be able to calculate what he's going to do. Yeah, and another, um, another sort of wrinkle to this match is uh, the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. Igor Akinfev, is suspended. Um, I was very puzzled by his sending off at the end. Um, that seemed extremely foolish i guess you could say yeah um what a seemed like a very curious thing for him to do i i I wasn't sure what he was thinking Uh, how much do you think that will affect them in this match though it it will Uh, i mean the the number two um Ilya pumasun he's a solid keeper still very young 
I, yeah, I think you know Igor Kenfeev. He's he's retired from the na national team recently because um, he's he's tore his ACL a few years ago, and he said um, his knee needs more time to recover now. Um, to to basically give himself a break, but I mean they're doing the international break. He's now that break is not going to help him <laughs> being right. suspended. Right. Um, so I, I think this is going to be a huge loss for them. At the same time, this this red card is, um, yeah, a typical Akinfeev plunder. Uh, he's a fantastic keeper, John. And uh, I always thought of him very highly, but at the same time, he's also always been known and uh, for making that, that stupid decision. And it be was so late in the match. I, I couldn't believe yeah. he did that. Yeah, um, coming out late or making right. the wrong decision is the typical Igor Akinfeev thing to do. Um, <laughs> so it's it's too bad, really, because he is he can be a difference maker, both negative and positive. And I think when you have a world class keeper or a keeper who can be world class, um, is is a lot better than a twenty two year old Ilya Pomazon, you know, who, who who struggled a little bit in the in the Russian Cup um, just a, uh, just a week ago. Sure, sure. So uh, I, I won't ask for a prediction, but what is your sense of how this uh, match ultimately plays out? Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's a difficult one. Um, I mean, Roma has been on very good form. Um, four wins in the last four games, right? Yes. Including, including against Lazio, um, sixth in the standing. I mean, Italian football has been on the rise, and it's very, it's it's a very good league at the moment. And I think that the surprise factor is gone for CSKA. It's an away trip. You are playing without your captain and goalkeeper, and it's going to be a difficult one. So I think that Roma are probably going to win this one two two nil. Okay. Fair enough. I think you'll you'll make everyone happy with that prediction. Um, all right, everyone. You can find him again at Football Grad Live and at Manuel Veth on Twitter. Manuel, thanks so much for the time. Love having you on, and I'm sure we'll be speaking again because um, they they play each other again. Not 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 too much in the distant future. Uh, right after this one, so hopefully we can chat again soon. Absolutely, always a pleasure to coming on. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one. As I said, this was going to be just a very brief episode that I wanted to get out um, ahead of the match. So we will see how this goes. Um, you might not be able to tell, but I uh, I spoke to Manuel before the uh, loss against Spal. So I wasn't in as bad of a mood as I, I probably should have been had I given that uh, interview with him after the match. So I can't envision the Jalorossi playing anywhere near <laughs> as bad as they did against Spal at the weekend. But with this club, you just never know. And who knows? Uh, the only thing that is for sure is that regardless of the results, there is going to be no shortage of drama uh, regardless of what happens. We had uh, Roma President James Palotta come out with um, another one of his head-scratching um curious um sort of uh statements um earlier today when some newspapers were reporting that uh, he had spoken with Baldini 
and even Monchi and Badisoni about uh, potentially sacking uh, Di Francesco. And apparently he didn't take too kindly to those rumors because he came out with a pretty strong statement. Um, so going to leave it here. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, we will hope for the best <laughs> in this match against Sesco because just when you thought uh, Roma had turned things around, uh, they go and do what they did against Spal in one of the worst performances I think we've seen this season aside from Bologna. So again, uh, we will we will hope for the best but expect the worst. So again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will speak to you after the match against Seska. So uh, until then, ciao.